story. What the fuck is up? It's been a minute, motherfuckers. What the hell is happening, my dudes? Whoa, you're starting hot. Welcome back. My name is Caesar. I am your host. This is the podcast where we review TV shows. This is season three, maybe? Introduce yourself. I'm Karen. Today we are doing the new HBO show, Avenue 5? Mm-hmm. Avenue of 5? Avenue, Avenue five. 5. And it is starring Hugh Laurie, Josh Gad, a couple other character actors. Was created by Armando Iannucci? I think that's how you pronounce it. it? No, it's Iannucci. It's Iannucci. The same guy, one of the the same dudes who created Veep. And it takes place in space. It's about this cruise of some sort that Mm kind of goes wrong. And it's a comedy. What did you think of the first episode? It was so much fun. Didn't you think it was a lot of fun? I fucking loved it. I, I was really into the first episode. I'm. I just looked at the fucking Rotten Tomato score and it, it ah. looks. Ah, I didn't. I didn't know people weren't weren't, weren't feeling this. It? I didn't know people weren't feeling this. I guess. Well, now, so I feel like that's gonna affect how we review it. No, because I'm just gonna talk about how much I liked it. I liked it. We also weren't paying too close attention to it. It's like one of. The, it was very easy to watch. Yeah, I feel like the first thing that popped out to me was the fact that it reminded me of Idiocracy. Like, it was that mm. kind of, like, slapsticky, parody-ish kind of mode. You know, like, it's it's obviously, like, soft sci-fi where it's kind of in the future and it's this brand new enterprise mm-hmm. slash, you know, commodity. But it's, it's but situating it. But people are still the same. Old, yeah, it's, situa- it's situating it in kind of, like, old problems like yeah it's not like humans are ever going to change even if it's the future yeah and also it, it gave you like big wally vibes right mm-hmm. i mean it is a cruise across saturn or yeah. like across the solar system yeah did it ever feel like it like english humor to you no yeah it felt, I-, I mean it felt very american in the terms of like Right off the bat, it starts off in like a very walkie talk, like walk and talk. Yeah, they try to do like the Sorkin. Yeah, it's like they're talking to the captain. But I guess like everything is not as it seems, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the first, that's the thing you get in the first episode was where like everything that you've seen presented starts to unravel. The paint starts to chip. Yeah. Towards the end of it, or even towards the middle. The first big thing to note is that it's such a like ensemble cast it's got so many people from like various different Mm -hmm. tv shows and things like that i think one of my favorites was uh zach woods zach woods from silicon valley silicon valley and fucking josh gad uh he's also in the office yeah josh gad i think josh gad is like a much better comedic performer than he is anything else like i know he always has that like comedy ish and like kids movies but I feel like this is Josh Gad playing like Jack Black or something. Really? I don't know. Kind of like he just seems like very loud in this. But he also seems like a piece of shit. Yeah. Which I don't think Jack Black yeah, Jack, has I mean, never, has he ever really been a piece of shit? Like a lovable piece of shit. He's always all his characters are created to be very likable. Mm-hmm. This guy was not no. likable. But 
I liked the way they created the character. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big fan of the way that uh, he's yeah he's kind of like a he had success at some point creating the current. Yeah. Ship. So Josh Josh Gad plays Herman Judd, who is the owner of all of these Avenue cruise ships. Yeah. And I think he's the one that's like popularized it yeah. and made it affordable for people to just go on these cruises for weeks at a time. Yeah. I mean, the, the entire thing is like uh, a situation gone bad, and we see how it plays out. Yeah. The the main the major themes of like the first episode was seeing the way that people react in crisis, as you pointed out. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a lot of fun. I don't know. I just it felt like a lot of things were very slapsticky and like kind of ridiculous, but in a way that I had a lot of fun with it. I don't know if if it was as fun. To people? <laughs> I think it gets dark very quickly. Right? Yeah, but like in a way where it's, it's played for laughs, not in like a... You know, like it's not like... those The dark beats don't stay dramatically dark. Like mm-hmm. everything has humor in it, no matter what. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it's like dark, dark humor. Yeah. And then Hugh Laurie, I thought, is such a blessing. I fucking love mm-hmm. Hugh Laurie. He's so, like, charismatic and fun to watch. Yeah. And it's interesting. Well, so this is, like, full spoilers for the first episode, right? Yeah. Because it's interesting because Hugh Laurie always plays, like, at least in-house. Like, we always think of him as, like, he's kind of a piece of shit, but he always, like, is the smartest person in the room. Yeah. He's literally playing the opposite here. Yeah, if it feels like they... Like, it's the inverse of house. Yeah, they, they got, like, a survey of all his characters and they're like, let's make him exactly the opposite of these things. Yeah, because here he's like very likable. He like everybody is like he's like charming. He's people view him as a hero. But it's very. I mean, as we come to see, it's very surface. Yeah. And I mean, that's all I, farce. It, should I spoil? Him? I don't know. That's why I asked. I guess we should. I mean, we do in spoilers. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. But we come to find out that. He is not who he says he is. Whom he says he's <laughs> is. Yeah, he, he... And then we find out, uh, spoilers, I guess, whatever, fuck it, that he is actually English and not American, which, again, is like a... Well, wait. A Hugh Laurie better. is English? Yeah, he's super English. He's, like, extra English. Uh, Whoa. He, I thought I thought it was an act. He... I mean, in the show. Whoa. He, uh... Yeah, so that was like a kind of like a, a meta commentary on like all his characters is like a way to kind of joke. Did it feel mm-hmm. cheap to you? It was kind of fun. I feel like Hugh Laurie needs that. Yeah, or, well, he's had comedy roles. Like, yeah, he, was, he, he does. Yeah, he did uh, Veep, which was very like comedic, but he was all full American accent. Yeah. Like it is, it is very jarring to hear him speak. In, in English, in, like, the Queen's... Well, yeah, well, that's something I brought up to you when you were watching. I'm like, it's interesting that, like, Hugh Laurie chooses roles where he's American instead of British. Does he choose them or does he just get them? Both? Where is Hugh Laurie in his career now? Is this, like, is this a good, like, pivot for Did him? he decide this or did he have to take it? Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, I think I think he's, he's built... I mean, he's probably got, like... He's still probably got, like, house money. No, yeah. Sure. Right? He... Like people will never not think of him as house. Like, is this is this? It was like on for him so long. Trying to try some new stuff, or is it like he just gets to do whatever the fuck he wants now? 
I think it's a little bit of a rebrand because mm. it's like, well, it's continuing on with HBO. Yeah, it's the second. Yeah, like he did Catch Twenty Two just mm-hmm. last year. So I think he's trying to like go into more like maybe dark comedies mm. or like. I feel like he's a perfect fit. Like he truly does. He's a great like comedian. Yeah, like his comedic timing is amazing. It really is. Like he he knows how to like read people and like deliver certain lines with like this his dry kind of charm mm. that he has. But maybe that's why we liked it so much because of Hugh Laurie and we like kind of forgot. Well, I really like Josh Gad. I just liked kind of the ensemble. I mean, I guess this is very like sitcomy. There was like this is the that person like. The Asian lady, I forget her name. She was like the bossy one. the The engineer is like this the the black lady, and then Jazz. Or what was the, the character's the, name? Is Jazz, the and the movies? actress is Zachary Saclaxton. It doesn't matter. There's it? so okay. I really like that there was like the bossy lady, and then there was like <laughs> the engineer lady, and then there was like the kind of asshole person. Like you know, like, there's like these very mm. specific kind of like character cutout archetypes that they kind of chose to lean. I don't know if that's a good thing as we've seen online. <laughs> but I feel like some of that stuff is needed in sitcoms. Like it is it's built to work a lot of the times. Yeah. I don't think this is a perfect pilot. Mm. Okay. Why is that? I think it's a little too overstuffed. I could see that. Because we're introduced to all of these characters. We're introduced to the dynamics of the ship. I think if, like, had the episode maybe held off, like, maybe had shown us more of, like, them looking perfect. Mm. You know, I feel like the catastrophe happened a little too soon. I could see that. I mean, but I think that's what kind of drew... I think that's what kind of drew me to it. I like things that don't fuck around and just, like, get into it. Before you find out that this thing is going to crash or whatever, because you get, like, a little buffer period that's Mm -hmm. one of the gags between like the ship and the command back on earth there's a kind of a delay but i think if it you essentially only know that there are these characters and that like they have a dynamic you don't know the extent of the dynamic and then it just kind of like rips it rips the rug from under you like the there's a lot of side characters in this yeah and what two couples that were introduced to Right off the bat, they were probably going to follow throughout the season, right? As yeah. a passengers, two couple passengers. I feel like had they just introduced one, that would have been fine in the first episode. And then we would have been introduced to like another one in the second episode, you know? Yeah, I think so. I, I could see that. But I mean, yeah, it, it is tough with like an ensemble TV show mm-hmm. to like focus on all these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you get the sense that like the ones that they have focused on already are the ones we're probably going to be following throughout the entire series or mm-hmm. the entire first season. Do you think that they're interesting enough? You've, you're convinced that those are the ones that should have been chosen to focus on? I guess. Like, I mean, I don't any, know. Any, just... any that kind of felt weak to you? Or like no, I think I, I think it's great because one. Of, so one of the couples we follow is like a lady that like she's is a, like a, I'm she's gonna call your manager. Yeah, like let bitch. me speak to your manager. Yeah. Short hair, yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna find everything out, and that is like the perfect character to have in a cruise line in yeah. space because that is very like a human thing. Like, yeah, that is. I mean, well, one okay, it's the people who go to cruises are usually older, generally, mm-hmm. and the people who complain usually 
are usually older because they they care less about that kind of nicety like social you know so that i thought that was great and it was like that's where you get to see more of like the one-to-ones between like a cruise you know like it, it you get the sense that it's like it's a modern cruise but that's what that to me at least i was just like oh okay like that that's where they're like they're trying, they're trying to draw that parallel mm-hmm. between like this, this, this lady and do like, you think, the activities and shit. But do you think that this is part of the Wally universe? This predates, you know, like Wally. This is right before. This could be like the. These are like captains right before, or these are like the the test runs. Like, yeah, yeah. Right before, because if this is at Avenue Five, that means that they just started. Like this is just the fifth cruise line to go. Yeah. What do you think it says about us as a species that something like this would be commodified in the near future? Mm. Like space trips. Like, if we were to think of space, it was c- completely one of those things that could only be operated with like extreme wealth. And to pair it with something like cruises are usually kind of, they're, they're seen as kind of trashy. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's a good parallel between Wally and this because. Wally kind of paints that like trashy, like the people who are on this cruise are kind of trashy and like, mm-hmm. you know. So, what do you think it says about us that like the quote unquote next frontier is just going to be? We're like, just going to commodify more. I mean, it's just going to be a fucking Walmart. Every time we see, like, we see, we've actually seen a lot of like space stuff, like sci fi stuff like this often. Mm-hmm. Like, we just saw it last year also in with Ad Astra. They go to the moon, and there's like a, a McDonald's on no. the moon. I mean, yeah, it's, it's Mars. been around was forever. Was it Mars? Moon, moon. It was a moon. But I feel like now there is more like in our lifetime. It's so much more cynicism. We're so cynical about like our future and like mm. capitalism and our role in all of that. Yeah, I feel like the also the through line between this show and Veep was that's that exact cynicism that you're referring to it's like that these people are so awful within leadership and like these people like before we used to send the quote-unquote best people who like Mm -hmm. train the most whatever and like now we're just sending people who kind of have a little bit of extra disposable Mm -hmm. income and they're just in space jerking off doing yoga that seems like an insane thought i guess like if you break it down i guess we, we've seen kind of other things that are dealing like i think futurama does it a lot mm-hmm. like they kind of show humans or species are kind of trashy in general mm-hmm. or i mean maybe trashy is not the right but like they're prone to kind of like <laughs> destroy things that at one point were kind of seen with like reverence we just commodify everything yeah i mean i, I do you think that this show is supposed to like consume everything if 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 Veep was critiquing politics and parroting politics, is this critiquing like consumerism? Capitalism, consumerism? I think so. I, mean, I actually think that they're parallel in that, like, these are systems that we've put in a lot of, like, we've revered, mm-hmm. but they're all just bureaucratic and they're like stuck with red tape and everybody's kind of inept at their job. Yeah. And even the people that are not inept at their job are, like, not being listened to. Yeah. I think one of the differences between the show and Veep is... So, in Veep, you only follow, for the most part, the people in power. 
you don't really get to see the inner lives of like the person that that they're helping out just for like this photo op or whatever. But here, I feel like you do get a little more inner lives because you get two couples that are kind of like upset about this situation. That seems like to be you know kind of the the people in charge and like the people the consumer, I guess you would mm-hmm. say. So I think I'm interested in to seeing how they how they kind of like fill in that life, fill in like the the lives of kind of the lesser maybe characters or mm-hmm. like the ones that aren't in charge so much cuz the ones who are supposed to be quote unquote like the ones running the ship, which is like he Laurie, the engineer, and uh, Josh Gad and and his the assistant. They're very similar to Veep, like they're all kind of like bumbling idiots, like they're kind of smart but like they're not. They also keep failing. Like it almost feels like there's like this constant nature of like buffoonery mm-hmm. in leadership. Like I think the one who seems kind of to have the most shit together is the engineer lady, and probably the call your manager lady. lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, also like what the show can mine a lot out of is like the idea of customer service. I think like I think that's what I was referring to. In terms of, like, Consumer. the pace. Mm-hmm. The pace. Like, if we had seen more of, like... Because this catastrophe happens so quickly. Like, we don't see, like... I think the show could have mined a lot of those, like, customer service moments so much better. Yeah. The dude from Silicon Valley, like, he has, like, the, the like his full, like, breakdown where... He's like, I'm not even going to have to deal with you guys... In a few weeks. Yeah. And then it turns out. And it turns out. Ha. Like, ha. That's a, like, funny. Like, now they're stuck for a much longer time. But I feel like they could have really mined that, like, frustration a lot longer. Yeah. I I mean, I I think so, too. The more that I think, like, thinking about it now, it it does feel kind of like a a hurried pace. Mm -hmm. Like, they're trying to get things going quicker. I mean, I like it in some ways, but also, like, yeah, I agree. I think that kind of like getting to know these characters a little more might have done a lot more to I don't know be invested in the catastrophe I don't fear for these characters deaths at any point Mm. I was just like yeah this is the situation Mm. well I mean we did see a lot of people get hurt yeah and like a person did die yeah but I think the fact that that it's such a dark comedy that it's hard for me to relate in that way. Mm-hmm. In the same way that, like, when I watch Veep, I never... And maybe this is probably why you you don't like the show or shows Veep? like that. I liked Veep. But it's, like, it's hard to... Like, I never really... I'm, like, insulted right now. But you know what I mean, though, right? Like, mm. you never really, like, fully care about somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, you care about them and the, they're characters that you like and they're funny. But you don't care about them and, like, you want to see I think them. with shows like that, at least, it's more about, like, the antics. Yeah. And, they're like, when there are antics, there are no repercussions for the, the character's actions. Yes. Necessarily, you know? Yeah. Like, that, like, in The Office, like, when Michael has, like, a, you know, HR, like, sexual harassment thing. That's an, like, he's, he's being Michael, you know? But in the, like... The real world, that's not how that would happen. Yeah. He would be fired. Straight up. Yeah, there are, like, very few repercussions when characters are put in situations like these. At least in this situation, it feels... I thought the the survival aspect 
felt more, I don't know, like there was more accountability there. Cause like, no matter what, they still have to get home and they're like stuck in space now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, why the people have decided to just remain calm. Maybe that's, that's also like a knock against. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to see where it goes. I do like most of the characters and like the the character types they are. And I, I'm genuinely just excited to see Hugh Laurie and Josh Gad kind of like opposite each other. Because I think they're both funny when they're doing comedy. But I don't know that... that the audience score. I mean, that. <laughs> well, so what I would really like now to see. I want to know what the fuck people didn't like about it. I guess I got to watch the second episode. Yeah. And what I would really like to see from this is like a good place type. Type beat? Thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get you. So, in there's this catastrophe that happens. Like, in maybe like next episode, it's been a week. You know, and then we skip forward to two months. You know, things like that. That would be, like, really entertaining to watch. Where, like, instead of, like, following them, like, day by day by day, we would skip over and see, like, how quickly they've deteriorated. Mm. And, like, how, like, they're keeping, like, it's day 305. I feel like that's material that they're gonna go into for sure. Like, it's gonna be, like, oh, they've been traveling for... Whatever. Yeah, but you know, like, and but other shows like this would usually have it like, oh, like they're they're gonna be here for this amount of time. Like, let's just keep going chronologically instead of skipping. Mm. You know what I mean? Because the, the show does, doesn't have in, an indefinite end. Does the good place have? Does the good place do that? It jumps in and out. Yeah, it does. Does it? Like in terms of like. Going through like plot points that you think that would be like series, like season long arcs. Hmm. Maybe I didn't explain myself enough, but you do, do you get what I'm saying now? Yeah, like you're saying like a kind of like a check in with them at various different points kind of storyline. But Good Place is very like serialized and like picks up exactly or, on the same beat as yeah, the end of the like, last episode. What I'm referring to is like. To the audience, certain things seem like they would take a season arc. Mm. Like, in The Good Place, they try to figure out how to... Like, the first season, right? That was a whole season arc. But then, things change, and then right away, like, it's a completely different show. Mm. But yeah, like, I mean, the reason why people like The Good Place, and the reason why people like Game of Thrones, is the same reason. Because they... Completely subverted your expectations. Mm. Well, I would like the show to subvert my expectations. I feel like we turn on the show very quickly. <laughs> like, we were praising it. And I still really liked the first episode. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a perfect first episode. It's not... Like, it, it accomplishes what it needs to, which is, like, set the setting, set the characters, set the goals for the season. And I think that's, at a basic level, it functions. Mm-hmm. The specifics of, like, why didn't they fill out these characters a little bit more, get to know them a little more. Sure, I'll give you that. But I had All the of, bones are there. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's a fine pilot. Yeah. I think so. And it's entertaining, and, like, we laughed. But also, like, we, were, we weren't, we were like, fully in watching the show. 
Like we turn this on, we're like, oh, it's going to be an easy watch. And I think that that says a lot about the quality of the show also, because it was an easy watch. But most comedies are an easy watch. And we do that with most yeah. comedies. Like we did that with Silicon, I mean, Silicon Valley. And we, I really love that show. I would watch that show that way. It's, I mean, I feel like that of most comedies. Like I, mm. I do think that this is kind of a like turn it on when you're doing other things kind of show. Mm. Like this isn't like, I'm not like enraptured with it as I was with Veep. But I did the same thing with Veep. Cause it's just <laughs> You're just a, one of those people that does things. With comedy, yeah. for sure. But I'm invested. I want to see how it plays out. And I want to see these two, Josh Gann and Hugh Laurie, like, do more comedy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of it. And Zach Woods. I think he's... I think he's so great. Like, I think he emerges as, like, a good... He's also dude. playing, like, an opposite. Yeah, he's playing against From Silicon type. Valley. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah, it's fun to see him have a breakdown like that. Yeah. All right, so let's go into the ratings. On a scale of one to five broken TVs, what would you give it? Go, quick. A three. A three? Yeah. Had I not told you the score, would you have given it a three? I think I would have given it a 3.5. Wow. Also, because, again, we just watched it. We didn't really, like, it didn't really stick out in my mind. Like, it didn't leave an impression. Mm-hmm. Besides, like, Hugh Laurie left an impression. But he's Hugh Laurie, you know. Leaves. That is not true. When we fought, watched it, I was like, that was pretty good, right? And you're like, yeah, that was surprising. Now you're just- but I kind of forgot everything that happened in the episode. Mm. I see that. Like, had had we done this episode right after we watched the first episode, yeah, I probably would have given it a four. Because that's just, I like things that I just watched. So, so watching, so the time off gave you a little bit more time, time to reflect. And I'm like, yeah, it's a three. I agree with that. Okay. I would say maybe like 3.8. Mm. I really like the first episode. I like, I, I mean, you, again, this is like a fucking catchphrase now, but I, dark comedies are my shit. I just really enjoy these dark situations. It was fun to see the various character actors at. I know from different things, kind of be in space and be ridiculous. And I mean, I don't know. I also got the sense that, like, kind of everybody was having fun. Yeah. Like, all the actors are having fun. They all just seem like they're kind of like friends. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jessica Sinclair is in it, who I love. From? From Playing House. Yeah. She's one of that, the. like, nobody like, watched. Couples. Like, I was the only person that watched it. Wow. Well, go watch it. Whoa. So special. I think it was like it wasn't even on like a main channel. I think it was like in a on a cookie, like a TLC type Beat. channel. You want to say type beats so bad, don't you? No, Michelle, cut this out. Just cut Caesar out, uh, please. All right, let's do predictions. How long do you think this thing's gonna go for? Three seasons. I think it's gonna get canceled. I think it might. Yeah. But maybe not, because maybe you it know, pulls through. I feel like it might get a second season, because HBO's pretty good sometimes about giving comedy shows a second season, even though most people are like, yeah, they didn't deserve a second mm-hmm. season. But yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to to keep watching it. Yeah. I mean, there's also like a sci-fi show, which I think is like, it's a higher concept show. Yeah. So I think it's harder to 
get into it. I feel maybe. like people like or, space now, though. Or, like, it's a gamble, I want to say. Hmm. Is it? Isn't it a little bit of a gamble? Because it's in space? Because it's in space. Mm. <laughs> I just imagine the pitch meeting, like, think Veep, but in space. That that was definitely not the pitch. <laughs> it's more like, all right, guys. Well, that's how it started off. Cruises? Know? All right, but in space. <laughs> Remember I did Veep? That's how it went. <laughs> that's how it went. That's how it went. It's um, like, oh, you guys like Veep? You guys like Veep? You guys like Veep? You guys like Hilori? <laughs> Did I hear someone say they like Olaf? Because we got them too. <laughs> we got them all, folks. <laughs> anyway. All right. Is there anything else you want to cover? Uh, no, I think that's it. I think that's it. I agree. I'm looking forward Hilary. to it. I'm a fan. Josh Gad. Forever. 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 You guys like Veep? The Ionucci guy. Is that his name? Ionucci. Is he Italian, you think? Maybe. What the fuck is he doing talking about American politics? Doesn't matter. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. Rate us. Please. (laughs) Please. 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 He needs this, guys. Please. You guys like Veep? Thank you for coming on, Karen. I appreciate you. Are you recording? Yeah. Why?